up, everybody? You're listening to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. I'm your host, virtual marketing coach and fellow creative soul, Miranda Rodriguez. In this podcast, you'll get expert marketing guidance that you can implement on your own, and you'll learn how marketing your business can be simple, doable, and fun. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast, episode number 104, How to Measure Marketing. This is an episode in our Marketing 201 series. All right. If you're ready to improve the way you market your business, but you're not quite sure where to start, start by visiting marketinguninhibited.com. That's where you can schedule your free 30-minute consultation, which is the first step to us working together at any point. And you can access the free Marketing 101 workshop, which is the precursor content for all of these Marketing 201 episodes that you've been listening to recently. So you'll want to make sure that you access the Marketing 101 workshop so that you can get your marketing fundamentals covered, your basics, your target audience, your mission statement, all of that good stuff. And then when you're ready, come back here to the podcast for Marketing 201 content. And if you learn better visually or just in one one hour, I'm going to have some free Marketing 201 workshops coming your way in April. So be on the lookout for those. And as a quick reminder, I have brought back reintroducing the revamped Uninhibited Jumpstart. This is a one-time 90-minute laser-focused marketing meeting for creative entrepreneurs that are looking to breathe new life into their marketing. So this is the perfect time for you to bring all of your marketing ideas, questions, business problems, fundamentals, fears, insecurities to the table and work through them and get a marketing action plan. So these 90-minute meetings are super fun. They are action-based, and you'll get four weeks of virtual support from me after the meeting to make sure you're staying on track and to put eyes on anything you need eyes on. All right. How are you doing today? The last two Marketing 201 episodes have gone pretty deep. So today I'm bringing you a short, sweet, and super fun episode all about how to measure your marketing, and it's probably not how you think. So it's a dreary day here. The wind is is windy, it's rainy, it's cloudy. Hopefully I can be a ray of little sunshine in your ears today, wherever you're listening to this, and I hope it brightens your day, maybe puts a little pep in your step gives you a little more confidence to do the things you need to do on that uh, to-do list. I'm trying to get away from calling my to-do list a to-do list, but it is a hard habit to break. (laughs) Things I get to do list, right? I like that better. Um, In the past, you guys know, (laughs) probably over and over, you guys know I've like hammered it into your heads, the importance of tracking your metrics and your numbers so that you can make educated business decisions for marketing your business so that you can focus on the things you want to grow in your business instead of growing the wrong things or attracting the wrong people. Tracking your metrics and your numbers on a monthly and quarterly basis really just gives you the full picture of how your business is operating month to month. And I think it's really important to at least put eyes on those things consistently. I want to say I am not an accountant. 
I am not a financial analyst or a business analyst. I don't even, you know, the term analyst is not in my wheelhouse, although I do think I have a little bit of an analytical brain as well as a creative brain. Um, I am none of those things. I'm a marketing coach and what I specialize in is marketing and helping you make the best marketing decisions for growing your business in the way that you want to. So the reason I say that is because yesterday I had a few people in my DMs asking me questions, looking to hire me really to run financial analysis for their business. And I was like, hold on, that is not what I do, you know. Um, and so I will be making some clarifying posts this week and coming up so that people can understand there's a difference between having your marketing coach, you know, help you track and pay attention to your revenue streams and your overhead costs, and then having an actual like CPA running your books, right? There's a big difference there. So um, we are are simply observing and making decisions, marketing decisions based on those numbers. I am not um, responsible for, you know, like projecting your financials for the next five years, right? Um, if you're interested in more number guidance, you can see episode number 55 of the podcast where I introduce you to how to track your numbers in a really simple way, which is something I do with all of my clients. Um, or you can see the more in-depth episodes, episodes 69, 70, and or 71, where I sit down with my accountant virtually, of course, and she walks us through um, basic accounting principles. There are Each episode covers a different topic. You can watch them on YouTube or you can listen to them on the podcast. So check those out if you want to go a little more in depth. Um, but today, we're just going to kind of scale back. We're not going to talk about numbers today. As marketers, our goal is to serve our customers in the best way possible. Our goal is to make dreams come true for our customers, no matter what the dream is, right? This is where we have to really pay attention to like, are we judging our customers' dreams? Are we overcomplicating what it is they want or what we can deliver them to solve the problems that we they have? So ask yourself, what dreams can you make come true for your customers? What do they want? What do they say they want versus, you know, ask yourself versus what they really need, right? So when people come to me, a lot of times they will say they want help, social media help. They want to be more authentic. They want to be more organic on social media. And I know that what that really means that they need is establishing their their marketing foundation. They need to go through their target audience, their mission statement, their brand pillars. They need to start thinking about their business as a business, as a, a brand with a personality that is separate from their own and create some distance there so they don't take things so personally, especially when it comes to social media. And this is a hard thing to learn. Like I'm still practicing it. You know, I've launched the, I've been talking about the jumpstart service here on the podcast, but I have been slow to bring that to social media. And I have my own insecurities and fears that come up. So just know that those are all normal. However, however you feel about marketing your business is normal. But that is not like staying in, in your mindset, in your own frame of reference is not how you serve your customers best. You have to get out of your head, 
get into theirs and remember that you are here to deliver value and to deliver on that promise that you've made them to make their dreams come true, whatever those dreams are. I want to just give a quick shout out. So there is a company, um, it's Christina Hobbs and Oh my goodness, I forgot the name of the other woman from Just Add Jeans. I am going to Google it right now while you guys are here because I need to give her a shout out too. So Just Add Jeans is a a monthly subscription box box (laughs) where you can get, just let me um, tell you, the other person, Christina and Carrie. I hope I'm saying her name right, K-A-R-I. So Christina makes really cute pocket tees and Carrie makes earrings. And in this monthly subscription box, they are making the dreams, the fashion, easy, simple, straightforward fashion dreams come true for moms and I'm sure other other women outside of just moms, but specifically moms They're making those dreams come true, right? Moms don't have to think about what they're going to wear that day or if they cannot, you know, how do they get out of their like mom wardrobe, which for me lately has been like comfy pants and the same sweatshirt that I'm sure you guys have seen me in on Instagram. Um, So this is a really, really cute solution for active moms, busy moms who still want to look cute, right? Um, And it's handmade and it's local and it comes every month and you don't have to think about it. And I think that is super fun because they, so here's the dream they're making come true. They're giving moms an easy way to look cute without having to think about it, right? I realized the other day on Saturday, Rebel had gotten a new hair bow. If you have girls, you're familiar with Jojo Siwa hair bows. They're like big and beautiful bows. And she had gotten a couple of those from her friend Alice. And she like planned a whole outfit around the hair bow. And we had limited time in the morning before I was taking her to my sister's to hang out with her for a little bit so I could run some errands. And so we walked out of that house and Rebel looked like she should have been like walking onto a runway. I mean, everything was so cute down to the T hair bow down to her little like leopard print booties. She had a tutu on. And meanwhile, me on the other hand, am in an old ass pair of leggings that have holes in them from my puppies and this sweatshirt that I've had for, I don't know, 10 years almost like, and my hair's up in a messy, like a greasy, messy bun. And I just like threw on some sunglasses and like, let's hit it. Let's go to Target, you know? And so in that moment, I really needed a um, cute solution so that I don't always, you know, that my kid doesn't always look cuter than me, right? Like I want to look cute too. I have fashion goals. Um, so again, that's just a good example of a company, a business that is so making a dream come true, solving a problem for their customer audience. And they're very specific about that. Um, So you want to ask yourself again, you know, what are you offering that they can't get anywhere else? So today I'm going to give you some helpful questions to ask yourself as you continue to experiment with marketing actions and building that connection with your audience. The first step here is to actually take action. So if you haven't taken marketing action or you've been stalling on taking some marketing action, go ahead and try that thing. Try something new so that you have something to measure. Obviously, these questions can be applied to anything you've done in the past as well. And I would suggest like if you've done 
you know, maybe you launched a new product or a new item or a new service, um, apply these questions to that, that launch or that release or that service and just see, you know, how do they measure up? And once you've done that, the way you measure the success of your marketing actions is through the lens of your target audience. So here we go. 10 questions to ask yourself to measure your marketing. Number one, was it productive? Did it nudge you forward in some type of way? This is not necessarily monetarily either. Um, You know, sometimes it's just, just about increasing the level of engagement with your target audience in some way, shape, or form, or expanding your brand awareness a little bit. Number two, did it add more trust than was there before? Mmm, trust. We talk about that one a lot. Number three, did it catch the attention slash interest of your audience? We are here to serve our audience. So is this sparking interest? Is it pausing them to stop scrolling? Is it causing them to pause scrolling? (laughs) Is what I meant to say. So that was number three. Did it catch the attention of your audience? Number four, did it add value to the lives of your target audience? Is this serving you or is this serving them? Did you launch this new service? And this is where, you know, it can be both ways. Like maybe you launched a new product line, um, to, to serve your audience, but at the same time you thought it'd be fun to like experiment with another revenue stream. Those are both okay, no judgment, but really think about the value added to the life of your target audience. Number five, did it make you more likely to have a voice in the future? Like, are you, you more willing, are you willing to expand on this topic? Are you willing to talk about it more? Did it give you a little boost of confidence because people are paying attention and it's resonating with them? So again, number five, did it make you more likely to have a voice in the future? Number six, will the target audience, your target audience, be more likely to seek you out again, listen to you again, talk about you? Right? We want people sharing your content, referring your content, looking to you when they they have that problem. So if it's like marketing, it would be, you know, it's always fun to have people reach out with questions, looking to me. Number seven, how can you replicate this in other areas of your business? If it's content, break it down and make it bite-sized. So when you record a 20 to 30 minute podcast episode, that is great bite-sized content to turn into little mini um, Instagram videos or reels or highlights or emails, you know, pull apart your content a little bit. And this is where when I talk about social media, I talk about elaborating on things for your audience. Number seven, how can you replicate this in other areas of your business? If it's content, break it down. Oh, I just said this. How can you replicate this in other areas of your business? And if it's a product, similarly, break it down, make it bite-sized, maybe show us the behind the scenes of the making, the ordering, the processing, the getting it to the customer. All those things are super fun. Um, Number eight, what would you do differently next time? Number nine, what would you do the same? Sometimes you evaluate things and you're like, huh, that was awesome. 
I would do this the same next time if possible. And then it's important to be specific there. Like what exactly would you do the same? Why do you think it went as well as it did? And then number 10, have you asked your audience for feedback recently? I am in a business coaching group now. I think I told you guys and one of the the women in the one of the entrepreneurs in the group posted yesterday that she had reached out to some members of her audience for feedback and that she was feeling pretty scared and pretty vulnerable like awaiting their responses. And yes, that that is how you'll feel. It is scary to ask for feedback and to open yourself up to that type of criticism because you don't know if it's always going to be constructive, right? Um, but it, you will learn something. So it's worth it. Have you asked your audience for feedback recently? You can do this with a free Google form using Google Drive to create that. You can, there, there's like SurveyMonkey, there's type forms, there's tons of ways, applications out there that you can use to create your form. And it doesn't have to be a survey or a form. It can be a simple email, right? You can reach out to them or depending on the relationship you have with your clientele or some of your clients, email them. I mean, text them, email them directly or text them and just say, Hey, I was looking for some feedback on this. Um, it's always nice to have friends within the industry as well that can put eyes on your things, which is why I'm in a business group now, because it, it is nice to have extra sets of eyes on things and to have a place where you feel a trusted environment where you can brainstorm in that way. So that's it for this week. I hope those are helpful. The 10 questions to ask yourself to measure your marketing, none of them involving your numbers, although don't forget to do your numbers on a monthly or a quarterly basis. I think that's really important as well. And as always, visit marketinguninhibited.com for your free 30-minute consultation, the free marketing 101 workshop, or to learn more about the services I offer. Thanks so much for being here. I hope you have a great day.